Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. For loan tool. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Charmer allows us to do is pass on knowledge and, and gain knowledge from the past and, uh, and, and apply it. Whether I'm a threat to them or not, who knows? People probably didn't think I was a, a threat in 19 either, but it kind of turned out okay. Last year was, didn't know if I was, was going to play again at that time. Uh, for some reason, everything kind of came together. I kind of pushed a little bit. I was able to make the cut, which was nice. Yeah, I, I don't know how many more I have in me. Just to be able to appreciate the, the, the time that I have here and cherish the memories. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Two hours down, one hour to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a fantastic wide-open Wednesdays. We've had so many things going on, talking with college basketball, Razorback basketball, that is, too. Uh, spring football and of course the Masters which is starting up this week and it's really starting up now let's be honest about it I know people really won't get all in until tomorrow but still great to see some of the golfers getting out there and hearing from some of the golfers earlier this week and having all the dramas and storylines and betting of course has always been a big thing too so let's talk more about the Masters and the greatest golf event there is each and every year as we go to the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline and welcome in Will Gray who is of course the editorial lead betting and fantasy PGA Tour guy for golf betting as well as previously been at the Golf Channel too. And, Will, it's been a long time, man, but once again, we appreciate you joining us. How are you doing this afternoon? Yeah, good to be back with you guys. Always fun to, to chat a little Masters when the gang gets back together to get the match. That's right, and uh, it's going to be a great one, too. And I know we'll get talk about specific golfers and you know chances and betting and odds and all that fun stuff, too. But as far as going into this particular Masters, though, I always feel like there's storylines and maybe some drama but for you personally, and just looking into this event, what would you say is the biggest storyline? Is it simply the Live versus PGA? It feels like that's kind of old, but is it that, or is there something different as far as uh, what's the biggest headline for the Masters right now? Yeah, I mean, it's certainly an element. I, I think that, you know, Scheffler coming in this week has a legitimate chance to go back-to-back, which is it's a very short list of guys that have, have won this tournament in consecutive years. It's Tiger, Jack, and Nick Faldo. That's it. Uh, and he's, you know, currently the betting favorite. He's a guy that has won twice already this year, won the Players' Championship by five shots, clearly the number one player in the world right now. So a lot of attention on him. And then any time we're talking Augusta, and if he's ever in any sort of form, which he usually is, uh, there's a spotlight on Rory McIlroy, you know, trying to round out the final leg of the career Grand Slam. This is the ninth time he has come to this event trying to get that last one out of the four majors. He hasn't gotten there yet. Uh, you know, there, you can make a long list of guys that should have won the Masters and didn't, whether it's Ernie Els or Jason Ball or Greg Norman, what have you, Tom Weisskopf. You know, I, will Rory ever get over the hump? I think it's, it's TBD, but certainly, you know, he comes in this week with a lot of uh, attention and a lot of discussion as a result. Part three going on today, and there have been practice rounds leading up to the event, but there seems to be uh, a stigma with the part three that the winner of the part three isn't necessarily going to fare well for the tournament itself so you have yeah you think some players kind of they want to have fun but at the same time not necessarily win the part three because it doesn't bowl well yeah i mean guys can be a little superstitious especially in golf uh so i it is uh pretty common around the part three contest you might see guys just not turning a scorecard or maybe they let their three-year-old kid hit the last putt on nine instead of them holding out uh other guys listen if you win the part three contest you get a little piece of crystal from Augusta National. That doesn't suck, right? So at least you're gonna you're going home with something. Uh, but certainly, if 
if you're in that group that really think coming into this week, you think I've got a chance to win this, you probably are shooting for second or third place in the par three. So I, I want to ask you, because you bring up Scotty Scheffler, and you talked about the betting odds, which he is the favorite by most standards. And uh, if you talk to, the, to any of the people out there or experts in, in golf, and they kind of give him the, the nod as being the favorite. But but why is it? Obviously, he's played well, and he won it last year. But what is it about him and his game right now to where everyone feels like, hey, it's this is the guy, this is the one you need to bet on because we know how many great golfers are in this, and we know, as you mentioned, how difficult it is to go back-to-back. But why is it him being the guy that everyone feels so confident in right now? I mean, essentially right now he doesn't have a huge weakness, which is always nice. Uh, but really the, the biggest strength for him is iron play. This is a, a second-shot golf course where it's not only – hey, hit the green from 210 yards away. It's, hey, hit this 30-foot-wide section of this super undulating green from 210. And he is able to do that. If we look over the last five or ten years at the Masters, it's more often than not the guys that are really super precise with their irons that are either winning or in contention. So that's what kind of separates him. But then you look already at at the early part of 2023, he's, he's playing well at all the places he played well last year. He won in Phoenix last year. He defended the title went back-to-back this year, almost went back-to-back at the match play in Austin. He finished third, uh, uh, fourth, actually, lost to Rory in the semis. Uh, and then in between, he won the player championship by five shots. It's the best field of the year. So uh, those are kind of the markers. You know, I talked to a few odds makers entering this week, and it kind of felt like Rory and Scheffler were on even footing. They're pricing Rory based on the, the public support that they're expecting. A lot of people want to bet on Rory, but they're pricing Scotty because they believe uh, in their heart of hearts that he should be the favorite. Now, when um, we, we talk about comparing these players and their chances of winning, but players aren't playing against each other. They're playing against the course. So who are some of those players that you see their game is best suited for this course at Augusta? Yeah, I mean, this is a, a course where course history is more important than maybe any other uh, event, certainly any other major, when you have these courses bouncing from place to place. The Masters, that's the great part about it is you're always coming back. Uh, for better or worse, you're coming back to Augusta National and it's you know, a guy like Jordan Spieth, who has such great memories and also some memories he can't get rid of uh, between that, that win in 2015 and the one that got away in 2016. Same thing with Rory. He goes out last year, shoots 64 in the final round. That's his best round ever at Augusta. But everyone still asks him about, you know, the tee shot on 10. That was now 12 years ago when, when he let one get away. So, you know, those are guys that have some really good form. John Rahm had four straight top 10 finishes at this event until last year. So he's another one. Uh, you know, Dustin Johnson right there, too, a former winner. Uh, the guys that play well at Augusta National tend to play well year in and year out. So it's, it's not a surprise to see a lot of guys near the top of the betting board that have some pretty strong course form. We're speaking with Will Gray, a guy who knows all about the golf side of things, about the masters of golf betting here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Brattle Fine Jewelry Hotline. So uh, knowing that, Will, of course, you know, being on the betting side of things, too, we know that uh, when there's a favorite, a lot of money's going to go towards that. But is there somebody that you really like that it doesn't have to necessarily be a long shot, but maybe has uh, a little bit of a, of a higher odd as far as being a winner and the Masters that maybe not a lot of people are talking about right now? Yeah, I think if you drift down around, you know, depending where you shot, 20, 22 to 1, I'm very high on Xander Shoffley. I, I think he's got all the you know, the characteristics that you would want out of a Masters champion and a major champion. He's been there close before. He's been a runner-up previously. He was right in the mix in 2019 when Tiger won. So he's he's a guy that, that I certainly have circled. Someone I'm, I'm interested to see how he plays that's gotten a lot of betting support is Max Homa, who has won twice uh, since last year's Masters, including a win at Torrey Pines in January. He's up to fifth in the world, and he has won five times in the PGA Tour. It, he's really leveled up his game over the last 12 months. But he has not yet finished inside the top 10 at a major. Uh, so the thought usually is, hey, you need to get in the in contention, you need to get in the mix before we, you know, and see how you do there before we can really think you're going to win one. There's a lot of people out there betting on Max Soma that think that that might not apply, that really all that he's done over the last 6, 8, 12 months might be enough, that the first time essentially he gets in the mix at a major might be the time he breaks through. A lot of uh, back and forth about PGA Tour and Liv. Which Liv golfer you feel like has best chance to win here at Augusta? Uh, I mean, it's, it's hard to tell. I would say probably Cameron Smith. I mean, he's the top ranked in the in the world uh, from them, and he's he's the Open champion. He won the last time a major was played, so uh, probably would give him the inside track at this, given he's played well here before as well. And uh, will live golfers continue to be able to play at the Masters, or is there something that's going to take them out of qualifying? 
Uh, it depends on how you're qualified, it seems. Uh, you know, I think that, it, you know, the tournament is run by Augusta National. They kind of make up their own rules. They made up a rule today, actually, for next year that the NCAA champion gets in. So uh, it's, it's a fluid situation. I would say that the guys that are, are past champions, guys like, you know, Phil and Sergio uh, and Dustin Johnson, they're probably going to be in. Guys that were trying to qualify via world ranking, um, that might be a little bit of a, a slippery slope because it's still kind of uncertain as to whether or not um, you know they're, they're going to be awarded world ranking points for those events. So, well, I feel like last year when we talked to you about the Masters, it was almost like we were talking about the same type of thing with Liv and PGAs. Like it's an ongoing thing. You know, they didn't invite Greg Norman just to avoid any sort of uh, problems or drama or anything like that. I know it's hard to look into the future, but is there ever going to be anything that where they just work this out? Because I feel like it's it's not hasn't taken away fully from the great event like the Masters and other things too, but it just seems like it's always going to have this dark cloud surrounding it. I just I just want to know if there's ever going to be a time where everybody's just going to get over it and learn how to play together and hopefully not have to have these questions and these uh, storylines being put out about these two different leagues. I mean, I hope so, right? I, I think as a golf fan, you want to see the best players in the world all playing together under one big tent, and, and however that comes to be, it's probably going to be, you know, a value add for golf fans and viewers. So, uh, you know, it, it, as you said, it's hard to tell, you know, what's going to happen six months in, from now, let alone two or three years down the road. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm optimistic that at some point uh, maybe cooler heads will prevail and, and we can get everything back to a little closer to how it was. And speaking of former golfers or golfers that are former champions there at Augusta and the Masters and uh, always having a good chance to win because of the fact that they've won there before, they know the course, course stays the same every year, you know, same location. Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, there's always uh, a lot around them as far as the interest in their games. How do you see their chances of winning? Yeah, I, I would not uh, be rushing to the window for either one of them to win the Masters. Let's put it that way. I, I think I'm, I'm interested to see what Tiger does, especially. He was really candid yesterday in his press conference, basically saying that, uh, you know, as he's closing in, it's hard to believe he's closing in on his 50th birthday, but he's saying, I don't know how many more of these I have left. And he's been open about, you know, the fact that his leg that he injured in that car wreck in 2021, it hurts more now than it did last year, that yes, his endurance is up, and yes, he's able to play a little more golf, but the wear and tear is really starting to show. So, uh, you know, the further away we get from that 2019 victory, the more remarkable it becomes in my mind, and uh, certainly it, it's going to be interesting to see how he plays. We're, we're now in this new era where Tiger just plays a limited schedule. He's going to play his event at Riviera, as he did this year in February, and then he's probably going to play the majors, and that might be it. Um, and so it depends on what he's going to be able to do in such limited reps and, and how he's going to be able to get his body ready. But I'll say this, he's never missed a cut at the Masters as a professional. 23 in a row, if he makes it this week, uh, that would tie the all-time record uh, for consecutive cuts made. So I'm sure that he has that on his mind and trying to at least make it to the weekend. Yeah, that was actually going to be my next question about him, if you feel like he makes the cut. It, uh, you know, the 2019, we know that a lot has happened since then, but, man, that, that moment and, and everything that – uh, it brought to golf was just so awesome when he was able to win the Masters. Not saying that he would now, but uh, it, it's almost like I'm at the point, Will, where if he can just be involved somehow on Sunday, like just be in the mix, it'd be great if he won, but uh, I just feel like for golf and for viewership and for ratings and for all those things, man, if he can just kind of be in the mix on Sunday, that would be uh, an awesome thing, not only for diehard golf fans, but also for the casual fans to tune in and just to see what Tiger ends up doing. Yeah, it's like the soccer mom. It's just I just hope both teams have fun, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, I think that, that I think we're all in that boat. We just want to see Tiger play golf on TV and in person, and and whatever form that takes, uh, whatever stage that's in, uh, that that is all window dressing. But certainly, when you get to a week like this and an event that means so much to him, and, and a course where he has so many memories, it's just great to have him there. And it would certainly be great to have him there for four days. To, how much of a factor can weather be at Augusta? We we know that uh, with the forecast, it's supposed to start off with great weather and then take a turn once you get into the weekend. And of course, for the golfers that are, they may not even be thinking about that because they want to get to the weekend and have to worry about it, you know, at that time. But uh, what what kind of factor can weather be for this course? Big factor this week. If you look at, at uh, the forecast, you know the. The folks in the green jackets have a lot of tools at their disposal. They've got this sub-air system humming whenever you're on the ground there. Uh, you can you can literally hear it going and sucking the moisture out of the ground. But 
Uh, Mother Nature is putting up a battle, according to what the weather folks think, and especially, as you said, Saturday looks pretty bleak. Friday afternoon, it could start getting rainy, but Saturday, the high is supposed to be like 50 degrees. It's going to be wet and cold. So, uh, you know, the the sunny skies and and mid-80s, wherever they have today, those are going to be a... Uh, in the rearview mirror big time by the time we get to Friday and Saturday. I think we'll be okay for Sunday. I don't think we have to talk yet about a Monday finish, but I do definitely expect some significant delays at some point uh, in the proceedings. And you're right, it's, it's kind of uh, you know throwing a dart to figure out where you're going to be as an individual player and how you're going to be impacted by that. Do you have to play the course when it's about to rain and it's really firm and the wind is up 15, 20 miles an hour, or are you going to play after the delay when the greens are a little softer and more receptive and you have scoring options? So hard to tell at this point, but I do think that especially Friday into all day Saturday, weather is going to be a big storyline. Is there a particular golfer out there that maybe nobody's heard of or maybe is new to to the tour or anything like that 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 you're looking at and maybe people need to start paying attention to, not only just for the Masters, but maybe just in general in golf? Yeah, a guy that's getting a lot of buzz this week uh, and in the last few months, his name is Tom Kim. He's only 21 years old. He's from South Korea. He's actually won twice already on the PGA Tour. Uh, he won at the Wyndham in August, and he won in Vegas at the, in the fall. So uh, he made a big splash on the international team at the President's Cup uh, at Quail Hollow last year. But for a lot of maybe casual fans that weren't tuned into that, you're not watching PJ Tour week to week. This might be your first opportunity to watch Tom Kim, and he is absolutely a stud and a star in the making. So someone to keep an eye on this week for sure. Well, uh, do you make a pick for the Masters? Have you already made your pick? I'm going to ride with Xander. I feel like, you know, if we run back the interviews we've done over the last few years, I'd probably take Xander too many times for a guy that hasn't won a major yet. But I do just, man, he's popped off the sheet. All the metrics are there, the strokes gained. So I'll, once more into the fray with Xander Shoffley, I'll take my chances. But I will say, I, you know, you're sitting at the, at the sheet. You're trying to find ways to pick against Scotty Scheffler. And, and at some point, maybe it's, the, you know, the simplest path is the best path. It would not at all surprise me to see Scheffler go back to back. Yeah, I, I think that uh, that's a pretty good bet, too, and just to know uh, where everybody's at in the golf game as well. And I think that with the Masters, you mentioned weather, and we know about the big event and everything. I think we asked you about it uh, at least last year, too, but I'm going to ask you again. what For people that may have not have been to Augusta or not gone to the Masters but are trying to go, maybe they're in the lottery or just want to be there, I know uh, you've definitely been there, but uh, just what are the your favorite things, the things that stand out, and what makes that trip and that – event so worth it as a spectator just being able to be there be on the course and be able to watch it uh if if you're lucky enough to be able to get in yeah i mean there's so much about it there's so much about it that's amazing from i I would say just the topography first of all and it's a much smaller place than you think on tv it's much hillier uh but everything you see about it it's like it's like willy wonka's chocolate factory for golf fans and you know the the dollar 50 egg salad sandwiches and just walking around the grounds and then you throw a stick and and you realize hey this is where larry mize chipped in hey this is where bubble hit it out of the trees on 10 everywhere is etched with history and it's, it's just an amazing piece of land and and then all the the crazy stuff that they do with it where the sandwiches are wrapped in green so you don't see trash on the ground there's people picking up stuff and you never actually see a bird it's some of it is, is urban legend but some of it is absolutely living up to the billing and expectations to happen. Yeah, it's on my bucket list to go at some point in time, but uh, like I said, it's it's tough to get in, but definitely an event that should be a lot of fun, not only to be there, but also a really great event to watch. But Will, as always, man, we appreciate you joining us. It's going to be a great week, I know, for you, too, because how much you love watching golf, but also with the Masters and everything. Hopefully it ends up being really entertaining, and uh, I'm sure we'll be catching up with you later down the road. All right, my man? All right, sounds good, guys. Good to be with you as always. All right, appreciate it. Again, that was Will Gray joining us on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline of Golf Betting and the Golf Channel, talking a little Masters with him. Always appreciate Will coming on with us. Uh, before we take commercial break, though, let's uh, squeeze up Brent, who's in Stuttgart. What's up, Brent? Not much, John. And Joe, what's going on with you guys? Hey, Brent. No, just hanging out, man. Good. Hey, John. Yes. I just want to. I just want to tell you. I've started I've started today. I hadn't finished it yet. Today's podcast with Locked On Razorback with Curtis Wilkerson. Yeah, yeah, appreciate it. It is it is outstanding. Hey, John, I got a I got a question for you because I saw that we have met with uh, the Razorbacks have met with Hunter Dickinson on Zoom today or yesterday, Tuesday, I guess, and I was wondering. How does this change? I mean, if we were 
if we were able to uh, pull that big fish in, does that change our look that Mr. Ware from North Little Rock and with this new guard coming in from Washington, how does how does that set up? Do you know? Well, I, I would think, and again, we're talking about uh, a lot of things having to transpire, but I would think that if Hunter Dickinson decided to come to Arkansas, uh, that Khalil Ware would not be attending. I, I just think that uh, you know, once you get if you get that type of talented player in Dickinson, uh, there's not going to be somebody like Ware who's highly sought after as well, and we have other opportunities at other places. I don't think he's just going to step right into Arkansas uh, as easily as it would be if Dickinson wasn't here. That's just my opinion. But uh, it just doesn't seem like that would be uh, an idea for him. But as far as Washington goes, uh, well, uh, I mean, the guy from Washington and uh, talking about uh, uh, Minifield and his uh, his ability, when I was talking with Curtis and some other people, they, they compare him to being a great distributing point guard, a guy that's really good at uh, throwing up the oops, uh, very shifty, a guy that has great handles and uh, doesn't have a high turn uh, ratio of uh, assist to turnover. So uh, I think that just he, he's the type of guard that must wants as far as a distributor and a guy that uh, is able to kind of take on some stuff and create some stuff. But, uh, man, if you were able to pull off and, and getting Dickinson and then having him in the mix and then throwing in some other guys too, again, it's hard not to get too excited. But there's a lot that has to happen before that happens, Brent. Oh, no question. And do you know anything about the guard from Rice that they've spoken to last week? Has he made any decisions? No, no decisions just yet. He's got uh, some other places he's talking to and visiting. I know Arkansas is still in the mix and still high on his list, but uh, no update as far as uh, him making any sort of announcement or anything. All righty. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. All right. Appreciate it, Brent. Always great to hear from you, man. We're up against It's a Wide Open Wednesday. And we are moving through it. If you want to get in on it, in the next segment, 501-661-1037 is that number to call or text in. More Out of Bounds coming up. For interior, exterior, commercial, and residential painting, hire the pros at Serta Pro Painters. Get your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Sports Center. Arkansas basketball has landed their first transfer of the offseason. Keon Minifield Jr. of Washington announced his plans to be a Razorback. The 6'1 Flint Michigan product averaged 10 points, 3 rebounds, and 3 assists on 41% from the field and 33% from 3 in his freshman season. He had a few standout performances throughout the years. He had 21 against North Florida, 26 against Utah Valley, 21 against 6th ranked Arizona, 21 against USC as well. And his biggest game was against Oregon as he went for 27 points, 5 rebounds, and 7 assists. He picked Arkansas over Alabama, Tennessee, Louisville, and Ohio State. And in Major League Baseball yesterday, reigning National League Cy Young winner Sandy Alicantra pitched the first complete game of the season as he blanked the Twins in the Marlins 1-0 win. The game was only an hour and 57 minutes long. That's the shortest so far this season. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Bubba Carpenter joins Justin and Wes in the zone every week this baseball season, presented by Johnston's Home Center in Benton. Johnston's Home Center. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. Emily and her friends were driving to a party, and they were texting. It's Jen. Oh, tell her we're on our way. Wow, get this. Tom's there. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes being stopped by the police, but if I had seen her texting while driving and given her a ticket, it just may have saved her life. You drive, you text, you pay. A message from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. At College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving, they move the things you love and haul away the stuff you don't. They offer packing, moving, loading and unloading, as well as junk removal. Find out why they have more five-star reviews than any other moving company. CollegeHunksHaulingJunk.com Our care is a system of doctors, nurses, counselors, and pharmacists dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. But it's more than that. It's relational. It's human. It's thousands of people over a three-state footprint offering health care to all. From the country club to the homeless shelter, no one is turned away. Our care. So you can live your story. 
Back in 1953, Whit Davis and his wife started Whit Davis Lumber Company. 70 years and four stores later, this family-owned business is still going strong. During their 70th anniversary sale, you'll find unbeatable deals on a variety of products. But if you're looking to score a deal on a grill, now's the time. They're offering $70 off any grill purchase now through April 15th. Go see my friends at Whit Davis and Jacksonville Cabot Green Bar and Sherwood during their 70th anniversary sale going on now through April 15th. Adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy, now they're SkyRizzy. Rizenkizumab Rizza, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection. With SkyRizzy, three out of four people achieve 90% clear skin at four months. And SkyRizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Nothing in me go hand in hand. Nothing on my skin, that's my new play. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With SkyRizzy, you could achieve 90% clearer skin. Ask your doctor about the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more. Do you have a car that was damaged beyond repair during the storm with no insurance or liability on it? Asher Record Service will remove your car and store it for two weeks with no charge to you. Call 562-2293 or email asherrecker at gmail.com for details. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Well, Fayetteville is 1,843 miles away, but the call of the Hogs can be heard all the way to San Francisco. On 1037 The Buzz. It's a wide open Wednesday here on Out of Bounds, and we know with Guadney Chevrolet, now is the perfect time to buy that new vehicle you've been thinking about, you've been wanting, you've been seeing on the roadways. You're like, you know, I'd see that Chevy Silverado. I'd really love to have me one of those. Well, Guadney Chevrolet is the place you need to go because they have award-winning sales and service with a friendly, no-pressure environment. They have an entire team that's willing to help you in each and every way possible to get you in the vehicle that you want and that you love. And it's not only just new vehicles, but they have pre-owned vehicles too. You can see all the different types of deals that they have, especially when it comes to the SUVs and the trucks, because that's really what Chevy is all about, right? The Chevy truck. So I have a Silverado. I love my Silverado. Everybody I know loves their Silverado that has one, and they got plenty of inventory over there at Guadney Chevrolet. And the best thing about it is when you buy your new vehicle, it doesn't just end there. Go back and get your vehicle service there with their award-winning sales depart- or service department. And also, the best thing about it is not only do they have service open five days a week, but also on Saturday from 7 a.m. to noon, they have shuttle service that'll pick you up and drop you off there, too. It's the best place ever. So don't hesitate. Don't wait any longer. Head on out to Guatney Chevrolet there in Jacksonville, uh, 1301 TP White Drive, right there in a, a very convenient location. And if you need more information or you want to see the type of inventory that they have going on, you can check them out online at GuadneyChevrolet.com. So make it happen, folks. Guadney Chevrolet and GuadneyChevrolet.com. Again, it's a uh, wide open Wednesday here on Out of Bounds, and we'll have three and out here in uh, just a little bit as uh, we'll talk about uh, some of the other crazy storylines going on. But did have uh, on our Asher Record Live fan feedback. A few people chiming in. Patty says, uh, Anthony Black is hosting a youth basketball camp on April 8th from noon to 4 p.m. at Fayetteville High School. It is my opinion, if he doesn't declare prior to that time he is able to use the Razorback logo, I think he will declare following that that event. Like I said, that's just my opinion. So, might be something to that, Patty. Maybe that's the reason why. Yeah, and that's coming up soon. So, it'll be this weekend, and uh, we'll stay, we're, we're staying on notice as far as any news coming out. Also, Ricardo says, uh, with Joseph Pinion, Darian Ford, and Barry Dunning Jr., it says, it seems like our four-star freshmen are just waiting around hoping for a roster spot next year. I hate it for those guys. Uh, I mean, 
you know, I don't know what they've been told or what's been discussed with them from us and everybody, but I don't think that's unique to just freshmen or just those three particular players in the current age of college basketball. Seems like that's kind of how it is with everybody, at least for the most part. If you were a bench player, especially, it's like if you weren't contributing the previous season, especially if you're playing on a major college basketball program like Arkansas, it's a lot of those times it's like, hey, listen, if you didn't do anything this past year, we're going to try to bring in somebody who did and who can help us out. So maybe best for you to move on. I think uh, more he's speaking to the situation of the fact that they are four stars, they are highly ranked players. And uh, they did make the decision to go to Arkansas, and now this is the situation they're in. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, like it's it, but it's like that no matter who what your year is. Like if if you're a guy that uh, was really highly regarded, I think it was a Chance Moore uh, from Arkansas uh, that played at Arkansas just two years ago. He was he was a true freshman. I don't even remember if he played or not, but uh, you know he had to move on. So he, he was like this year's Barry Dunning. Yeah, essentially, it's like you knew he was on the team. But you just never saw him and never know what he was contributing or what he ended up doing. Now, then he moved on. I believe he went to Missouri State, uh, something like that, if I'm not mistaken. So, But, again, it's like it's not necessarily – I get that you want everybody to develop and to play well, and especially if it's, uh, if it's highly regarded and highly recruited players. But at the end of the day, it's all about what's best for the teams and what's best for the kids and the players. And every player wants to play. And if at a place like Arkansas, if it's Dunning or Pinion or Ford or whoever, do you think that they would rather just get, be given these hopes or these false promises or just feeling like, hey, I can get to play and then never play? Or would you rather be told, hey, you know, it doesn't look like it's, it's going to happen for you this year at this place. You'll be better served going to someplace else where you can play. You know, I, and Maybe that's just the way I look at it where it's not always just the players that are uh, the ones that – have to deal with it it's more like hey if i wasn't going to play i'd rather be told i wasn't going to play so i can go find a place to play because at the end of the day that's what every player wants to do they want to play yeah you want to be in the best situation for you as a player but also have a chance to contribute to a team and a team winning yeah and it doesn't matter you know if it's you know someplace here and locally in the state where you're from or maybe it's at a different power five conference or maybe it's at a Completely random school altogether. But uh, there's a reason why there's so many players in the portal, and there's a reason why a lot of these teams are looking for other players too, just trying to make it happen, trying to get guys out of there. And not saying that everybody gets an opportunity because they don't, but still, I I would rather take my chances in the portal of finding a place I can play at than just sticking it out at a place where I'm not wanted or I'm not going to be uh, you know played or get anybody to, on board to play with me too. Uh, let's see. Also from, uh, this comes from on Twitter. Uh, I guess, okay. So Eric Musselman put up a, a picture cause last night, I guess in the NBA, you had the Thunder and the Warriors play each other. And, uh, you had of course, Jalen Williams and Isaiah Joe with the Thunder and then Moses Moody with Golden State. Well, they all got a picture together, uh, and must be was sure to tweet it out and everything. And uh, he says, always special to see former Razorback basketball players matching up against each other in the NBA. And uh, this one came from actually uh, War Machine. It says, uh, I wonder if Isaiah Joe would have stayed, if he would have stayed the, in 2021 like he was originally saying he was going to, would that have been enough to get us to another level in the NCAA tournament? I think he made the right decision, but it's just something that I wonder about. And then with players, um, you think about, like we've been talking about with Devo, Isaiah Joe is another example of that where the thought is, oh, he's just going to get evaluated, see where he stands, and then he ends up going. So there, there are several examples in the past few years of players like that at Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. and as far as uh, your question about if he would have stayed on that 2021 year, I don't know. If, I mean, we'll never know, but... Um, I know that Isaiah Joe was a really great player, and he wouldn't have hurt. You know, he wouldn't have hurt to been on that team and to help out, especially where uh, again we'd have to figure out the roster management. But if you had a Moses Moody and an Isaiah Joe, and then a JD Note kind of being uh, your guards there too, I mean that's that's a pretty salty group right there. And then throw in possibly you know a Jalen Tate or a, uh, you know I know Desi Sills was on that team there too. There'd be plenty of depth there, and you'd have a lot of different weapons to choose from if that was the case. But like I said, we'll never know. We'll never know. <laughs> it's it's fun to think about, though. But it's great, though. That like I mean, that's great for Muss, and of course, that's what he's doing is putting it out there, saying, "Hey, 
And these are three guys that I coached. They're in the NBA right now playing against each other. Look how awesome this is. So uh, going to hype that up as much as possible. And there'll be more of that to come with this year's class and the guys that end up in the NBA. Yeah, I've seen a few of the uh, mock drafts. Again, it just depends on who you look at. But uh, there's a few of them that have uh, you know three players from Arkansas getting drafted and some even have four players getting drafted. So, uh, again, four is the record that Arkansas has had in one single draft as far as players drafted into the NBA. But uh, the, considering there's only two rounds, talking about 60 picks roughly, and you would be able to have four of those. If that did happen, that is a huge, huge recruiting tool to say, hey, every single year we've had someone drafted, but even when we get these elite players, everyone's like, oh, how, you know, how's that going to work? Well, here's how it worked. We still got four of them drafted into the NBA. So that would be a huge recruiting tool for Yeah, them. being drafted is great. Now, if uh, even if you get drafted, you still have to work hard to make sure you can make the roster. And then there's some back and forth with two-way contracts, and you play in the G League which helps develop players. But players that go undrafted, they can find their way into the NBA on a roster also and contribute in in big ways. Austin Reeves is doing that right now. Guy that's from the state of Arkansas and, uh, you know, went to two different colleges. He used the transfer portal, but then went to the NBA draft when there was thought that he may get into the portal again and go to another school, went undrafted. Now he's starting in the NBA. See, that's why I will give a lot of credit with uh, the just basketball in general, but especially when it comes to the NBA and in professional basketball. You know, there's there's really so many different avenues that you can go through to try to make your way through leagues or through development places or whatever to get and bust through into the league. You know, and and in football, it seems like they're trying to add to that and trying to grow that. But you know, the NFL for the most part, it's always just been, hey, college is the avenue, and, and that's pretty much it. You know, there was Arena Football League, but now you see the XFL and the uh, USFL and, and everything, which hopefully that adds to it too. But in basketball, because of not just college, but G Leagues and overseas and everything like that, just because you don't get drafted or just because you don't get noticed in college, what all that, doesn't mean that there won't be other opportunities for you to showcase yourself and to get better and to develop to where NBA scouts and everybody's going to be like, hey, I don't know who this guy was in college, but look at him now. Look at what he's doing in our developmental league or whatnot. He's big time. This is somebody we want to bring on board. So the amount of exposure you can get in basketball is a lot more frequent, a lot more often than maybe what it is in some other leagues too. Austin Reeves also spoke on the expectations for him. He said nobody expected him to be where he is now because of the fact that he went undrafted. But even going into the draft, you know, prior to the whole process of it happening, he said he was always evaluated and thought of as a guy who would be playing overseas. And so you have those stories where even Pat Bev is a guy who left Arkansas, went overseas, and played his way into the NBA. So you can make it there. That's always going to be the ultimate goal, but you may have to go about it in different ways. And even if you are overseas, yeah, it may not be the NBA, but you're still making some really good money in a lot of cases, too. And, you know, you get to play against some high competition as well. So there are some benefits to it, too. And uh, real quick, the Asherick Rye fan feedback, Savage says, John, what are your thoughts of having two schools at the White House with LSU and Iowa women's basketball? It's dumb. It should never happen. Winners should go to celebrate their championship. Now, as I think Wes Moore talked about it, if Iowa got invited or if Caitlin Clark got invited for some other reason, you know, something you know further down the line or whatever, fine, that's all great. But as far as when it comes to celebrating it, celebrating a championship, needs to be just one team and one team only. No participation trophies. should be an honor to the champs. Give it to them. That's my thought on it. Uh, we're up against it, though. We're going to take our final break. When we come back, get to three and out, some stories, some headlines, some things we didn't get into. Close up shop and get you ready for Drive Time Sports. All coming up next. Some people don't do well under pressure. At Northern Tool and Equipment, we do it best. Whether you're spraying down the shop or getting the winter grime off your house, a Northern Tool pressure washer says you're serious about spring cleaning. From an all-electric power horse to a Honda-powered North Star, we'll help you build your perfect cold or hot water package with all the chemicals, attachments, and everything you need for the job ahead. Northern Tool and Equipment. We're made for this. Come see us in-store or shop online at northerntool.com. 
pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See shelter agents Jason Daly or Richard Yeager in Little Rock and ask about shelter's competitive rates. After all this rain, it's finally grass cutting time, which means it's also time for the next stop of Gravely Mowers Spring Tour, which is at Triple C Sales and Service in Conway, where you can take advantage of 0% interest over 48 months on both residential and commercial mowers. It's happening Friday morning on Morning Mayhem, live from Triple C Sales and Service in Conway. Hi guys, it's Mark with Southlake Medical Clinic. Are you struggling with erectile dysfunction and sick of the pills? Well, we have a major medical advancement that has helped thousands of men. Our wave technology is backed by 60 clinical studies, including from Cambridge University. It's been shown to increase blood flow by repairing blood vessels. No pills and no side effects. If you're ready to put a stop to your ED, call us now. And not only will the assessment and blood flow ultrasound be free, but we'll also include something unique that produces powerful results in the bedroom. You're going to love that one, guys. Trust me. This unprecedented offer is worth $600, but it's free to those who call in the next two minutes. Call 501-492-6000. That's 501-492-6000. Guys, put a stop to your erectile dysfunction and get your life back. Call Southlake Medical Clinic now to qualify. 501-492-6000. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. When you were a kid, was there anything cooler than the bat signal? That large projection lamp that cast silhouetted shapes of a bat across the sky of Gotham City meant bad news to the bad guys. Today in Sacramento, a brilliant purple laser shoots into the sky whenever the Kings win. When the team is on the cusp of victory, fans shout, Light the beam! While it's been years since the Kings were a title contender, the laser space cannons have finally given fans a reason to cheer and a bat signal of their very own. If you're looking for a reason to cheer, come on over to Doublebee's, where you can eat, drink, and be merry. With 32 Arkansas locations, one is closer than the bat signal. Doublebee's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebee's. Fence Brokers presents first team All-American and BB native Hannah Gamble when she joins Morning Mayhem every Tuesday on 1037 the Buzz. Fence Brokers going the extra mile. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. Chris, we always talk about lending, but we never talk about those checking and savings accounts. You know, RJ, we have a complete line of deposit products, from free checking to our competitive CD rates, all featuring our state-of-the-art online banking. And not to mention, you got a friendly face when you walk into Southern Bank. Just like the lending side, our retail folks do a fantastic job. Macy, Kristen, Courtney, and Vince are ready to talk to you about what Southern Bank can do for you. Visit them online today at bankwithsouthern.com or call them at 501-424-0900. Southern Bank member FDIC. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501 758 7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are boom out of here. All right. It is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to dive into. Uh, first off, I, well, I'm not trying to make fun, but it is kind of funny that apparently 11 different A baseball teams and their games drew more fans than what the Oakland A's did yesterday. That's right. They had an announced attendance of 3,407 people at the Oakland A's game on Tuesday. Four more than doubled 
the A's attendance in AAA. So, again, it, it, I get that it's just maybe it's an anomaly. But man, when you start putting it like that and start seeing that more people are going to those games than going to the A's games, it's not something you want to look at or not something you need. Maybe they need Billy Bean back over there with Oakland. But either way, quite sad seeing the amount of pictures that were taken of how little of fans were actually there at Oakland. Cristiano Ronaldo is playing soccer in Saudi Arabia, and it looks like he could be joined by one of the best players in the world. Also, with Lionel Messi, he could be joining because talks with PSG, his team in France, have stalled. And so uh, in Saudi, they've made an offer to Lionel Messi, who's 35 years old. It's said to be a 50-50 chance that he can join, but also he has received a contract offer from Inter Miami, in MLS, but it looks like, you know, regardless that Lionel Messi is going to be moving on from PSG and he will be looking for a new home, but most likely it's going to be in Saudi Arabia and joining Cristiano Ronaldo, having two of the best players in the world. It's pretty sad, a little update, but I know we talked a lot about Bam Margera and someone who, like me, who is always a fan of the Jackass series on MTV as well as the movies, and Bam, Viva La Bam was a great show. Bam was always one of my favorites, and it's just really sad to see uh, how how far he has fallen. And it looked like he was making some progress, but it certainly looks like he's been regressing there, too. He put out a video, and can't really play because it it's filled with expletives, but uh, essentially where now he is uh, challenging Johnny Knoxville and Jeff Tremaine to a bare-knuckle fight because he felt like they screwed him out of his contract with uh, the latest Jackass movie. And it, it's just, it, it's not a good look, and it's not good uh, for anybody involved. And it's so much so that even on Instagram, Steve-O, which we know course uh is friends with bam he put out a long post and basically saying hey man i i have invited you out to my tour i tried to get you on at my show and you're there with your son and it seems like everything you're doing the exact opposite is happening and uh, he really left him with a with a crazy message at the end where he says i wish you could know how much i've hated embracing feeling the news of your death but you're making it clear that i have no other choice you're dying man and it sucks because i feel like i can't do anything to save you so just a really sad deal with bam hopefully he gets help but man it just seems like Every time there's an update, it's usually not a very good one for him. Manny Machado struck out as a result of the pitch clock violation, and he plays for the Padres, and this is something that goes back to spring training and trying to get all the players prepared for it. Manny Machado said that this was going to be an issue for him throughout the season, and now he's come face-to-face with it where he actually was struck out because of a pitch clock violation, and he argued about it and eventually was ejected. But for him, he is self-aware that this was going to be a problem, and now it happened. Yeah, well, it's just almost like uh, poetic in a way. But, yeah, if you're going to strike out, man, it, it sucks too. But you get ejected at the same time too, there's just no reason to make it even worse on yourself. Uh, so apparently egg prices are really high. I didn't know this. I'm being honest, folks. Like, I, don't, I don't buy eggs not often, uh, but apparently the uh, price of eggs are extremely expensive right now. And we know with Easter coming up, People like to paint eggs. Well, how are people going to deal with where if they want the plastic eggs? Well, they want something a little bit more real, a little bit more fun. Well, apparently, according to uh, studies, that potatoes are the move here in the United States because of the prices going so high and potatoes are actually on the cheaper side of things. People are jumping to that end where they're going to start painting potatoes. They say that, yes, it is much bigger than a regular egg, but they're more durable it's more fun to paint because they have different shapes and sizes, and they are actually a lot more fun to hide there as well. So if you need an alternative to not spend so much on eggs, try the potatoes because that's what everybody else is doing right now. A man in Houston really wanted to see Megan the Stallion, and uh, there were several festivities going on with Astros and opening day pitch. But Final Four Fan Fest, she did a concert, and it happened to be sold out. So this man, he's a barber in Houston. He went to the extreme of posing as a police canine officer. He had a vest on, and he claimed to be working security for the event. The sold-out performance there, he was arrested and has had to post $20,000 bond to be released from jail. So when I was in college, everyone talks about the, the cheap food that you had to eat and everything, and some people did the ramen route, which I, I feel like I did sometimes. But honestly, my go-to was SpaghettiOs. I, for some reason, loved eating SpaghettiOs out of a can. I haven't done it in years, but if you threw some spaghetti and, uh, and some sliced franks in front of me in a can opener, I'd probably eat it once again out of the can. But 
Now there's going to be a new little twist to SpaghettiOs, for those of you who are fans out there, at least for the kids. Frank's Red Hot Hot Sauce, they're teaming up with SpaghettiOs, and they are going to make a spicy SpaghettiOs. I love Frank's Hot Sauce. I love SpaghettiOs. But I feel like if I try that and I eat it, I might feel a certain way that is not a very appealing look. But still, if it comes out, I may give it a shot. But for those of you who are into the spicy game and SpaghettiOs, might be worth having. A homeowner was upset about someone dumping their dog's waste in his personal bin. He even taped a message to it to say, I'll find out who you are for throwing your dog blank in my rubbish. Shame on you. Take it home, rude blank. And several comments came after that where uh, people were on his side. They said, in my opinion, it's a don't do it. Bag it, take it home. Another, don't use others' bins. It's their property. And uh, there, there was one that says, anyone who does this deserves to be made to live in the bin. So mm-hmm. for those that do that, don't do it. Takes me back to that story I had where I threw that piece of plastic in someone's trash bin and they lost their minds on me for whatever reason. But I did not throw feces away. It was just a little plastic thing. Uh, so we always talk about movies, and apparently there's Heat 2. Uh, they're going to be doing a prequel with that with Adam Driver. Okay. Maybe I can get down with that, but now there's another uh, sequel to a movie that's, or movies, I should say, that is just cash grabbing. That's all it is these days, but Shrek 5 apparently is going to be happening. It looks like the entire original cast is going to be joining it with Mike Myers, Cameron Diaz, and Eddie Murphy. It's like, man, it was great. Like first, uh, first one and second one I loved. Third one was meh. Fourth one I didn't even watch, and fifth one I definitely won't do it, but hey. Uh, for all for the kids and all for the money, it looks like there's going to be a Shrek 5 for you fans out there. Donald Glover says being rejected by SNL and Parks and Rec was great for his career. He says, me being on SML, SNL would have killed me. But uh, because that didn't happen, it was great for my career. And I so desperately wanted to be on Parks and Rec because it was cool and it was a nice hipster show. But in the end, the path having to take not making it to SNL and Parks and Rec... It was great. Police were alerted to a fugitive who was a 20-year-old there in New Jersey but was caught in Florida because the cops spotted him riding a motorcycle with a fake vanity license plate. Well, how did they know it was fake? Well, it's because the license plate said, Bend Over, as in, like, Bend Over. That's the deci- that was the decision he tried to make for his fake license plate. Maybe go with something with a little bit more subtle than that because I'm sure people are going to have some questions and try to pull you over as well. Woman on social media, she is a skilled carpenter, but she happens to be making a few extra dollars because of the fact that she does her carpentry in a bikini. Appreciate now she's bringing in plenty of money from it. <laughs> Appreciate everybody listening in Out of Bounds today. Stay tuned, folks, because we got Drive Time Sports coming up next. Crawfish season is finally back at Eat My Catfish. We've got fresh, live crawfish, and all you have to do is just add the fixins. Be sure to come see us or order online at eatmycatfish.com. Eat local, eat fresh, eat my catfish. Hey, this is Trey Johnson with H.J. Trailer Sales in Hot Springs. You know if there's an accessory for your truck, we carry it. Now, let's talk trailers. Need a trailer to carry your golf cart to the golf course? We got it. Need a trailer?